This is Radio Free Cybertron with your host, Brian Kilby, featuring Chris, Don, Rob, Diecast, John, and Melvar. This is Radio Free Cybertron, episode 722. I am Brian Kilby. With me this week, we have John DeLuna, Talking Turtles. Hey, John, you know, we do own TMNTpodcast.com. No. We do. We do? Don't say that. We've been trying to sell it for a while, but we own it. (laughs) I was going to say. You could just make it about collecting NECA figures. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you can get some cheap clicks. Yeah, trying to sell that in JoeCast.com. So anybody's interested, mm-hmm. I think one of those sounds a lot more relevant right now. Yeah, it does. I, that's that's <laughs> what I'm hoping. <laughs> I think yeah. So uh, also we have uh, Diecast. This is my birthday episode. Is today your birthday? birthday? No, but it's episode number seven twenty two, and my birthday is July twenty second. Oh, oh well, screw you. Oh, nice. Uh, hey, hey! Congratulations on calling the cops today. <laughs> Yes, thank you. <laughs> Don, is it your birthday? Yes. No, my birthday's not till June. No, oh, yeah. Don, we're... did you call the cops today? Yeah. No. Okay. It was another day at work. No. Matt. No, no, did no. You call the cops. <laughs> no. Chris. I thought we've all had the day at work where we've had to call the cops for one reason or another. Fire department, but not the not cops. Oh uh, yeah, no, I've had the fire department experience too, actually. Uh, Rob. I had that like three months ago. <laughs> when I was, luckily, when I was luckily in the no morning. cop calling. Good. Otherwise, I'm fine. Good, good. Uh, fire department calling day was my favorite day at Walmart, let me tell you. <laughs> oh, let's see here. I think I called the fire department. For whatever reason, there was this horrible smell in the office. Now that I think of it, somebody might have just had gas. But like my yeah, whole see, team... in my case, somebody actually set the store on fire. So oh, there you go. it was, yeah. you know, it was appropriate to call the fire department for sure. Yeah. Cool. Hey, so, uh, Man, we had the Hasbro event last week. That was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's over. <laughs> There's nothing to look forward to for a while. Uh, not true. Not true. Oh. Um, they did let slip that there would be a fan first Friday for Transformers sometime in May. Oh, well, that's still a while away. It's like two weeks. I would probably guess more like four weeks. It's probably yeah. like the first week of May. Well, May, uh, May is like two yeah. weeks, so. Uh, yeah, so uh, we had the event. We posted a podcast about it over the weekend. RFC 721.5. Have no idea if you listened to it or not. If you did, well, we're going to do a little bit of retread. But if not, uh, this is all news to you. Congratulations. <laughs> if you haven't heard it, it's news to you. Yep. Uh, let's see here. Oh, So um, I got to be on the live stream for like two minutes. I didn't get to say anything. I, I got to act excited, no, you- though. You did have a better experience than Ant did because you at least got to be seen on screen. Yeah, that's true. Poor <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the uh, interstitial host kept standing in front of Ant's square and he kept having to try to peek around her, which worked a little bit, but she just kind of kept standing in front of him. I don't know why she didn't like Ant. Yeah. Yeah. So that was fun. <laughs> so basically, a lot of stuff, though, uh, we, I, I was talking to Chris and. My understanding of some of the stuff that happened in the stream was different because, uh, you know, when I watched it, it was sometimes it was the size of a postage stamp. And I was like, I was talking to folks while it was going on. So I missed a couple things. But yeah, otherwise, it was a pretty good experience. Have no idea if they're going to do that again. Um, <laughs> if they do, I don't know if I'll do it again because, you know, literally is a lot of 
hurry up and wait. But uh, it was pretty cool, I guess, to be involved. So, And you were there just to be a face on a screen. That was literally it. Didn't get to talk. The guy who talked, nobody had any clue who he was. He was supposed to be there representing the fans, and nobody had a clue who he was. Is that the guy with the mask on? No. 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 It, okay. it was the guy in the biggest inset that who, guy, who was actually like on audio. Yeah. yeah. Nice guy. Uh, apparently, he works for IGN. So, yeah. There you go. But, yeah, that was, that was fun. Uh, again, the podcast was fun that we posted this weekend. Check it out. It's RFC 721.5. And we're going to get into some of the news that we talked about uh, today. Uh, anything you guys want to plug or talk about? Anything that's going on that's just escaping my... Like, in my mind, today is Monday. It feels like the third Monday in a row. I was not, honestly, in the mindset to do the show today. So, it's like, oh, today's Wednesday. Now that you mentioned it, it does feel kind of Monday-ish today. It's Monday it? as heck. Yeah. Huh. I'm having one of those weeks where I can't remember what day it is. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, time oh. is the fire in which we all burn. Yeah. Or something. I don't know. Oh, okay. Let's. I guess let's talk about news stuff. Um, let's talk about the the newest news though. Uh, I want to talk about Slag first. Uh, there's been a another leak, and it is Studio Series leader class Slag and Daniel. I don't get the Daniel part so much, but it, you know it is what it is. But God, he's huge. He's the size of Grimlock. Yeah, which which makes perfect sense it does. in robot mode. It does. It looks. I, mean, I think it looks great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. I want it. I want it now. Grimlock wasn't a fluke. Yeah. So would they do swoop as a leader class or Voyager? Voyager I think they would. Sense. No, I think leader class makes sense because you have to keep in mind the mass of the wings. Yeah, Slug. and maybe they like pack in something so they could make the figure a little bit smaller, but you know, still make up the price point. I think the wings would do that, honestly. I mean, I guess it doesn't make sense, and the robot mode wouldn't work. But I, in my mind, I'd love for Sludge to be Commander class. Yes, but again, it, it, I'll settle for leader. But yeah. Commander class Sludge would be just ridiculous and awesome. It would be. I mean, they could do that, but for as much pushback as people were having um, toward Rodimus Prime. Well, those people can shut up because Rodimus Prime looks great. He does. I'm just saying, like, I think it would be even worse for Sludge where, like, there wouldn't even be the trailer component to latch on to to, you know, see where the Commander class price point is going because they would look at the picture of the robot mode that's a head taller than Grimlock and not really keep in mind that, yeah, they've got a huge dinosaur out of that. They would just be focusing on, okay, this is obviously just like a $50 toy that they were selling for 80 without realizing the context. And I can just do without that discourse in favor of having it be a leader class from the start. Yeah. Do we get a snarl? Um, supposedly, it's going to be all five Dinobots in Studio Series. Yes. He was in the movie. Briefly. Every, a little. couple times, yeah. Briefly. We saw yeah. him once in each mode, sort of, if you squint. Yeah. And <laughs> pause it at exactly the right moment. Yes. Yeah, isn't it like looking in through the shuttle window from like yeah the yeah the yes. wind, the windshield of the Quintesson ship and also he uh, is running in dinosaur mode half off the frame in the second attack on Autobot City. <laughs> Does anybody counts, know why though. that is? Um, probably someone knows why that is, but I'm not one of them okay. right now. Prime the uh, the running theory that I've heard through the years is that his model sheet was lost during production. That. Could 
definitely explain it. Or, but also just be, you know, was, was, his to- was his toy canceled during production? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I'm just saying that's, that's, uh, if there's, if consistency means anything, that's the most consistent thing I've heard through the years is his model sheet was lost during uh, anim- the animation process. And what you see is just all the the background stuff that was done when they still had it. It makes sense. Uh, we also anything else about uh, slag? Well, so the Daniel exosuit figure oh, yeah. is just like the wheelie figure with Grimlock. Um, the knees are permanently bent. It's got minimal articulation. It's it's an accessory. Um, it's so no fixed that, part. If you yeah, basically, if yeah, you hate that crap. wheelie, you're going to hate this Daniel also. More so than you would have it for it just being Daniel. It's pretty crap. So did did Daniel ever ride on the Dinobots no. in the movie? No, because Daniel got separated from that group and stayed separate from that group. Mm. Hey, I mean, I'm just wondering. I'm just wondering why. I guess of all. I guess with all the uh, Dinobots, uh, slag might be the one that's the lowest plastic quantity needed. Because you could have a lot more, maybe because it's just his wings fold out and his legs could be a lot more hollow. So that's where they were trying to get it, get the figure out that the mass wouldn't affect much. Don't know, but yeah, Don, you probably made this joke or comment before. But by the time it's said and done with the Dinobots, we're going to have a line of Dino Riders. Yeah, I I did not make the joke, but I did. I thought that was. An awesome joke, but no, I did not make it. I mean, it, I wasn't trying to be funny. I mean, but gen- it's genuinely true. So, and look at it this way: it, they can always re-release that exosuit again and just call it Spike with one of the I'm other. I'm sure they will. Ones. I'm sure yeah. they will. Or Carly, or have an imp- or have one that's clearly empty, and you say it's spark plug. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. we know what riders are coming with all the rest of the Dinobots yeah. now. Excellent. Yeah. Did, did Carly ever have an exosuit no. in like no. season three or anything? Not um, that I remember. So, I mean, like, yeah, we can assume that they will reuse this exosuit, maybe with slightly tweaked deco to be uh, Spike also, but that does still leave two Dinobots without obvious... Oh, Jessica uh, Morgan from The Return of Optimus Prime. Oh, yeah. She wore an exosuit, yeah. You're right, yeah. I I still I would tend to think they would stick to stuff that was actually in the movie, but that's, you know... why That's kind of like a trouble. movie. Okay, it this depends on how of, much they want to keep re- reissuing that ex- exosuit. <laughs> yeah, uh, again, this is kind of out there, but if, if we're looking at studio series from the movie making sense as far as that, there's always maybe Arbalus and Kranix maybe, somehow. Maybe, yeah, from from their, from their really well known scenes with the Dinobots. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Return of Optimus Prime Part <laughs> Two features the touch, so it is like a movie. Yes, it has the movie theme. Yes, yes. there you go. <laughs> There you go. Uh, we also saw- and they open the matrix to light their darkest hour. Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> just like the movie. Yeah, just like. Is there anything from Five Faces of Darkness they could do? Because they want that to be like a TV movie. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> Not really. Uh, okay, so we also uh, got a chance to see new photos of Reboost and Skids, and they're up for pre-order. Love them. Yeah, they're great. Yeah, they look really good, and what's even better is the price. Yes, it's yes. like God. It's like back they went back to yeah, like they went back to twenty back in time to yeah. yeah. Whenever it's pretty much the same price point they were charging for what Prowl and Blue Streak, yeah, um, and Sideswipe. 
the Japanese price point is higher, but the uh, localized price is basically that. Yeah, yeah, yeah those were all 80, 80 to ninety dollars somewhere in there. I can't exactly remember, but I saw that it, as soon as I saw those prices, I immediately immediately pre ordered both of them. Mm-hmm. Like right there. I even did a uh, one. Of, I even did one of my double pre orders just to, to be safe. So I have uh, Reboost with Amazon Japan and BBTS. Mm-hmm. And honestly, if I'm, I wound up with two, I wouldn't hate myself. Yeah, I'm not quite sure about that that head mold on skids, though, from what I've seen. Like, that looks a, a little weird, but, but other than that, they look great. Yeah, yeah, I really I, do. yeah, I went ahead and got a pre-order in for the reboost. I'm not getting skids because I've already got Savant from X-Transbox, and I'm, I'm perfectly happy with him. But I definitely want at least the mold because that's what I did with Corden. So I didn't get Sunstreaker because I had Sun Surge. But I did get cordons just to at least have the mold. So, but I'm very happy. And, and I said when when we saw the pictures for Reboost, I'm getting a huge Alternative Prime vibe off of him, which I really appreciate. So I'm looking forward to that. So these are good looking. These are good looking masterpieces, and coming in under a hundred dollars is very. I never thought I never thought I'd see that again. Now, of course, the thing to keep in mind: there, the, be the Honda City yeah. is a subcompact car. These are not going to be big cars or big robots. You don't so, think they'll scale to no, <laughs> you, no. So no, we'll scale them up. No, I mean a, a tiny masterpiece. Well, not scale up. I'm, I I was going to say scale to the other Autobot cars that are masterpieces. You mean scale them up or have them to scale as they would be in real life? I didn't think that would be scaling them. The up Honda, the, no, the Honda City turbos are small cars. I'm not talking about the car, though. I'm talking about the robot mode, since that's and the robot's going to be as close they as they can. Sure, yeah, but like it's going to have to fit into a tiny little car, you know, frame. Which a uh, small Autobot uh, masterpiece is not unheard of because the uh, the original Bumblebee, the MP twenty what at twenty two whatever I can't remember well, exactly what it is. Basically, the size of a deluxe. Yeah, it oh, fit, the car mode fits in the palm of your hand. Yeah. Yeah, I think they'll have to do some trickery was, to what Diecast is, is saying. I think the robot mode will have to be bigger than that, but the car mode will have to be s- smaller than like the Datsun, etc. Mm-hmm. It, it could probably be like some kind of a mid-range height between the the original Bumblebee and the the Blue Streaks sideswipes, etc. Yeah, I mean, it looks like the legs unfold a good bit in transformation, so it probably will have a decent height, but it's not going to be a big masterpiece in any real measure. I wonder if it will come with more weapons than it can possibly hold, like the um, G-Zone did. N- no, it looks like Skids only comes with um, the one gun for the right hand and then the double-barreled chrome gun for the other hand. Uh, Reboost comes with um, extra parts, though. The scooter, uh, hollow matter avatar rider for the scooter, which you can also awkwardly stuff into the cavities inside the car, which has no actual interior for it, but they have a picture of it stuffed into the spaces in there anyway. Um, and then, like, three guns, I think. I mean, G1 skid, the G1 toy was well, not tiny, but it was, you know, small among Autobot cars, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So may- I would expect I would expect it to work out similarly here just because this is obviously favoring the toy interpretation over anything else. Yeah, so it's like half to two thirds the length of another Autobot car. But the robot mm-hmm. mode is pretty much in line with other It unfolds into a decent sized robot. Yeah. 
Yeah, and this probably will too. It's just going to be like you know, kind of on the lean side, I think. Yeah. And I was surprised to see Reboost got his own uh, masterpiece number. I was surprised to see that they're both being released the same month. That's weird. Yeah, concurrently. Um, yeah, they're coming out side by side. So, what when are we going to get Crosscut and Burnout then? Twenty twenty two. I wonder probably if they like, can squeeze a screech in there. Probably like February or March, I would guess for Crosscut. Burnout seems like something they would probably like have a little bit lower on the list. I don't know. It's a black repaint. That's true. Um, that'd definitely be Takara Tomy Mall um, and Crosscut very well might be as well. And the only black repaint they'll no no one will ever do is Ironhide. So, I mean, yeah. well, for in, some in, reason. Well, in Masterpiece also, um, Deep Cover. Oh, yeah. True. But but we got G2 Sideswipe, so I guess that you know accounts for the black uh, Lamborghini recolor quota. I'd still buy Deep Cover. Yeah, me oh, too. Of course you would. I would. Okay, anything else on those? Want them? Well, not no. I don't want them. I want I want reboost. I'll probably get reboost, even though I like specifically don't collect masterpiece. But it's so nice. nice. Okay, so uh, moving to uh, the recap of the Pulse Fan Fest uh, reveals. I mean, obviously we saw what we talked about last week, which was Galvatron, uh, Scorponok, and there was a third. The arc. The arc. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we we got to see the arc in Mark's uh, hands. So we have a pretty good idea of how big it is, and it's pretty darn big. We also got to see the uh, little Optimus Prime slug figure in Mark's beard. In his beard, yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, I, I was big. I, I wanted the arc a lot last week, and I wanted even more now. Mm-hmm. It looks so good. It I've really been waiting does. a long time for a good toy representation of the arc. This this isn't like you know one to one with the cartoon model, but it's really nice looking. Never wanted one, but I desperately want one now. Look, I like I, toy spaceships. I just never in a million years thought we'd get one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a pretty cool idea, whoever had that idea. I mean, I've been asking for an arc for a while, um, but I, you know, <laughs> I can't take credit for saying, hey, I want a Titan arc because I did not think of that. KBBL is going to give me something stupid. I want a Titan class arc. Where's my Titan class arc? Everyone's asking, where's my Titan? Sorry. I watched that episode of The Simpsons recently. Uh, with Stampy. Okay, so... Um, what? Brian, did you say you wanted a Titan class sorry? Yes, I'll take a Titan class. But I mean, where are you going to... Don, you... you, gonna- you, you never mind. Never mind. <laughs> never mind. Uh, yeah, the arc is, is, is pretty beautiful, and it's awesome. And we got to see it in Mark's hands, and it looks great. Um, do we <laughs> want to talk about uh, all the... I guess conventional toys first. Uh, Dracodon, the vertebrae repaint, is very pretty and very green. I thought it was cool that that's going to be a combiner with the other three, the other two. Uh, no, you're, would, you're thinking of Wingfinger, and we'll talk about that more yeah. when we get oh, to it. Never mind. Yeah. I'm getting the names confused. I get all their names confused. <laughs> yeah. The, the, yeah. It's, but yeah, Dracodon looks really nice, it's really green. <laughs> and that's a thing. Uh, I think the thing that really stopped me, though, as far as core class goes, was Soundwave. And I think Matt had pointed out in the podcast, or somebody pointed out in the podcast that we recorded this weekend, and it's not hard to do, a transforming box. But darn it, it, lo- it looks great. Yeah, it looks great. Yeah, It looks great, really? Did you see the feet on it? Yeah. Dude, it's a core class toy. Uh, 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 yeah, it's this big. I mean... I know. <laughs> just, they messed up a box. 
Really? No, they, didn't. No, they really didn't. It looks fantastic. I mean, listen, Mark. Did you see more it. than did you see more than one picture because those feet do fold over? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Mark hated it so much that he actually folded the feet up instead of leaving them on he the side. That like looks cool. Be. Even yeah, said yeah, it, like, thought it looked cool. It, it looks better that way. Yes. Uh, it comes with a little little non-transforming cassette laser beak. It's pretty cool. The uh, door opens. It's manual open, but it opens. Uh, let's see here. Actually, something else we already saw. They did show off. Um, they showed off uh, uh, Commander Class uh, Rodimus Prime. Mm-hmm. We got to see that. I want hand. that so, mu- so much. <laughs> it looks so good. <clears throat> And what that confirmed to me is there is no way to readjust that spoiler, like some people were thinking. Uh, yeah, it, yeah, I, th- that doesn't bother well, me too to much. Set, to set the car further under the trailer, you mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It doesn't bother me. I mean, you know, no, I'm fine with it. I thought uh, Earthrise, um, Ultra Magnus with the hand sticking out was bad, and in person, it doesn't bother me at all. In photos, I hate it. Yeah. So it's like that masterpiece. And I thought I was going to hate it in hand. Like and masterpiece hound, like, oh. it, it looks like the head's floating, but when you have it in hand, it it, it looks just fine. Yeah, yeah. I, I need this toy. God, there's so many of these toys. Like I, I mean, I just I guess it it it's worth saying again. They're hitting it out of the park with Kingdom. I think we we say that a lot, but it's it bears repeating. They're just doing an awesome job with it. And these are the only ones you can't pre-order right now. Is the uh, the core class? Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. I keep wanting to call it Legends still. It's fine. People will know what you mean. Probably. Let's see here. What else did we already see? Is that it? Okay. So uh, the next thing they showed off was Wingfinger. I don't... What's the What's the thing with the name? Is there something I'm not getting? Uh, Wingfinger is just a literal translation of Pterodactyl. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. That's literally what Pterodactyl means. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so... Yeah, it's it's another. I think what Diecast was referring to earlier was uh, that Mark had shown his own creation uh, combiner using the three deluxe fossilizers on the stream. Yeah, and and when I watched the stream again, I was watching it in the fan room. Uh, I took it as it was uh, an actual uh, undocumented official combiner mode, and that's how everybody that who was on the stream with me took that's it. That's what I thought. Yeah. But, um, yeah, because he took that one specific little piece off and it like opened up and he put used that as the head. So it was, it was kind of confusing. Yeah. I thought that was an actual, like, that's going to be an official transformation in the instruction it, guide that comes with wing. Well, finger. I don't, I, I didn't get that part. It, it seemed like it was, it seemed like it was an official transformation. But again, there were people, I, there was like nine people talking at the time when he, while he was talking. <laughs> so, gotcha. But uh, yeah, so another fossilizer. Um, I don't have a good feeling on fossilizers until I actually hold them in hand. So I really don't have anything to say about it. And the magic doesn't happen until you have multiples anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I've I've just got like the one paleo tracks, and it's not doing anything for me on its own. Oh yeah, I mean, it's, showing- it's certainly a nice you know dinosaur skeleton toy. It's a very nice dinosaur skeleton toy, but it it doesn't give me the 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 uh, love. Of the weaponizers, I mean. <laughs> the combiner I mean, mode that uh, that Chris capped for the website. I mean, I think it looks the the combiner mode. I think looks really good. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I have two Paleotrex already. I actually went back and 
ordered two more each of these. That way I can have one in the combiner mode. Hmm. Um, as far as the conventional toys, I think what maybe the winner for the, for the day was tracks. Everybody seemed to love tracks. Yeah. Mm. This is one I've been saying that's going to come out for a long time. I think it was one of the predictions for uh, Earthrise that didn't come true. So I knew it was coming. Just took a while. Oh, yeah. of course. It's an 84 and 85 car. So like mm-hmm. it was just a matter of time. It's inevitable. Now, yeah. now, bring, now bring on the repaints. I need Mirage. Yes. Well, you'll get Mirage from Amazon, according to the rumors. Yeah, I'm... Um... I, I mentioned this on the uh, live feed, the wrap up we did over the weekend. I really hope those arms can be tweaked though for the the flight mode because there's some there's some jank in there that needs to be addressed. I'm hoping it can tighten up a little bit. Oh, how the arms stick out? Yeah, I mean, I know it's tracks, but I mean, it's it's a it little, little worse. Loose, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It, it needs a little a little finagling. Blade Raider doesn't like the flames on tracks. Um, so I off. guess that's uh, somebody suggested one that was revealed that like maybe that was to be more cartoon accurate. Oh yeah, I can see it. I can't and I, remember what tracks looked like in the cartoon. Yeah, and there's another use of the exosuit. Exosuit mode would just get Raul from it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> put, a, put a denim jacket on it. He <laughs> <Yeah>, had Raul. <laughs> Yeah. That is so disappointing. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, yeah, no, Trax, Trax is not perfect, but Trax looks really good, and, you know, they appear to, again, be skirting as close as they can to the line of having the license. Oh, it's a Corvette. It, it looks like yeah. a Corvette. Which, you know, I find hilarious, but I also, I happen to really like the, like, late 70s body style blue, specifically Corvettes. So, like, I'm I'm all up for this. Yeah, now, uh, I would never own one of the damn things because they're a maintenance nightmare, and also the you know body crumbles apart at the slightest touch, basically. But like, they certainly look cool. I mean, all all Corvettes are fiberglass, right? Diecast, you're the Corvette Maven. Are they not all fiberglass? Um, not the earlier ones. Okay. Uh, Chris also is not really a big fan of uh, Rhinox. Which uh, is what a Voyager? Voyager, yeah, yeah. I don't mind him. I mean, it's I, more I don't than know that he's not doing anything for me at this point. Mm. Well, I don't know that he's better than the generations Rhinox that we got. I mean, it's kind of weird. They're both Voyager class. They're both, you know, I don't know. They they look very similar from pictures. Except this one will be smaller and cost more. And yeah, it, that's it's supposedly true. A, yeah realistic Rhino, which. I, again, would rather not have. Hmm. Although, Rhinox should be in robot mode a little bit bigger than Optimus Primal. So you can, like, going by show scale, which you're trying to adhere to within reason. So you can kind of use that as a measuring stick for how big this Rhinox could be. Hmm. Um, now, the, pro- the problem is, if, he, if he's a realistic Rhino, why is he not orange and have tires? I'm trying Sorry. to place that mask. Joke, mask. The, the Rhino. Oh. Sorry. Yeah. Over my head. If he was or if he was orange, he'd be Rally's Rhinox. <laughs> yeah. Still need that. Mm. <laughs> uh, that'll be our select three deco of uh, of Kingdom Rhinox. <laughs> 
Well, I mean, we've got Cheetor and we've got Rat Trap and we've got Rhinox. So we are look we are looking at three Fox Kids recolors right there in Selects. Sure. If they well, wanted to, if they wanted to do that. Yes, but the Fox Kids Rat Trap was the Transmetal. There wasn't a Fox Kids of the season one body. <laughs> Don is being dismissive of my nitpicking. Oh no, no, I, I'm just saying that's never stopped them before. On you know, or Pack Rat. I mean, you know, I keep hoping. Yeah, we'll Pack Rat. Pack Rat's more likely as a yeah, first. The rat trap. But like, I certainly appreciate. We're getting Waspinator in a later wave, so like, I certainly appreciate and approve of the idea of referencing the Fox Kids redecos in the appropriate kingdom molds. But again, I, I just kind of regret that there's not Transmetals available because Transmetal Fox Kids Waspinator was a much nicer looking toy than the first Fox Kids Waspinator, which was a uh, wasp colored to look like a fly. Basically. I'm trying to remember which was which. I I don't like the I don't like the Transmetal Waspinator much, to be honest. I don't like, like the as, the as non show Transmetals. I just thought it looked interesting. And the Fox Kids colors were a little bit better than the original release colors, which where it was like black and green mostly. Yeah. Um, no, so Fox Kids Rhinox was the one that was all uh, like cool gray with black splotches on the beast mode. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, and then what else were we talking about? Cheetor. <laughs> Cheetor didn't look that different from an original. It was just like more uh, red shifted. Yeah, and the, uh, uh, Waspinator was like a very pale purple, maybe a lavender color almost, uh, and then the stripes on the wasp butt were kind of metallic. It was that was a really really ugly toy. <laughs> I don't actually know anymore why I want to get uh, select three decos uh, in those decos because those were actually kind of awful as I think about it. Yeah, sorry. I'm what doing... are we talking about? I'm uh, looking some stuff up. For a stupid I also, purchase. I also am not feeling all that hot on Scorponok, which we saw. Um, Scorponok was previewed by IGN, but you know we can we can certainly re-air our thoughts on that. I suppose to fill time while Brian is uh, not hosting the show. Yep. Um, like my big thing with Scorponok is that it looks like half the torso is missing in robot mode. Like it huh. looks like the whole bottom half of the torso should just like pull out more, but obviously it doesn't. But isn't that kind of how he was in the cartoon? He didn't look like he wasn't that stubby in the cartoon. Because mm. I I don't I don't like, mind it. Yeah, I. But I can I, understand. Yeah, it just so like I got Air Razor recently. I talked about that I think on last week's show. And you know of the Kingdom Beast Wars stuff so far, it's felt the most to me like an original Beast Wars toy. Like it has the most of that spirit to it. The other ones I've handled so far, like some of them are okay toys, but I don't get that feeling of them being what they're trying to be. I don't know if that makes sense to anybody else, but it's the best way I know how to describe the, just the way it is handling them. And like, you know, I looking at Rhinox and Scorponok particularly, I just kind of getting that same sense about them. And especially with Scorponok too, like they put so much mass into the scorpion tail. And for the beast mode, I appreciate like they've made it where the stinger will actually reach past the head. Almost no transformer scorpion actually does that. Um, but, it, you know, it's taking so much mass up. I'm afraid the robot mode is going to be actually, you know, pretty small, which is going to make the scaling even worse than it would have been to start with. I want to report right now that the uh, Fox Kids Tarantulas Minimum Sealed Card, this is the only one that's up currently. Uh huh. $401. That was a very, very popular redeco. Yeah. Um, 
but I imagine that one uh, tarantulas has also been sitting there probably for a very long time unsold because it's probably well outside the market curve. It is, and it is. I'm, I'm checking sold prices now, and it is substantial. It's more than double the what it goes for. In some cases, mm-hmm. triple. So yeah. Okay, so I just bought some Fox Kids figures. We'll hopefully have them for next week. So um, take a drink, everybody. Yep. <laughs> so uh, yeah. So uh, other things that we saw. Uh, kingdom related uh, was uh, Tricranicus, a Ractonite, a crazy Ractonite. The thing is, every time I read it, I try to process it the same way you just did. So, yeah. like, I think that's just a problem of how they decided to name this toy. Yeah. Uh, it's a crazy but pretty Ractonite uh, mm-hmm. retool and repaint. I pre ordered one. It's nice. And it's, it's got the accessory pack, too. So when um, FanFest was going on, you know, they launched the pre-orders at, I think, uh, 1 p.m. Eastern time, thereabout, uh, exclusively for Pulse Premium members, which, of course, I have, um, you know, loudly gone on record saying I'm not paying them $50 for the benefit of free shipping and um, shrug at whatever else they're going to offer. Hey, you, you um, could have gone to the, uh, the pre-party for free. Hey, guess what? I did anyway. Yeah. Oh, that was painful. <laughs> Um, yeah, I kind of wish I hadn't, but that's, that's beside the point. Uh, <laughs> maybe we should talk about that next, but no. Um, so during the, the premium exclusivity period, uh, the arc sold out, Rodimus prime sold out. And I think Galvatron might've sold out before they opened it to general pre-orders. So. And I was just sitting there half anxiety, half annoyed at the prospect that, okay, what if Tricranius sells out before they open that up to general pre-orders? Because, like, uh, the Centurion drone from last year sold out pretty quick, but at the same time, I wasn't... I felt like uh, it probably wouldn't because I doubt nearly as many people want what this set is offering. So it's the Ractonite recolor in really interesting deco... Um, the colors are really reminiscent of um, the uh, Cerberus Bruticus toy from Robots in Disguise. And also, I uh, realized uh, Trirex from Animorphs. So it's kind yeah. of in that range of coloring. But like the, the way they applied it, making some of the bones look uh, like scorched or seared, and other ones look like they're glowing hot, it's a really cool effect they've gone for. So it's that, and it comes with um, like 12 or 15 recycled blast effect pieces. Um, so, like, there's definitely appeal to this, but it's certainly not the same kind of thing as that Centurion accessory pack from last year. So, fortunately, that was still there when I was able to go and pre-order. And so that and the modular armor Iron Man are the only things I ordered from Hasbro Pulse during the uh, event weekend. I forget. Uh, Centurion itself didn't have any new molded pieces, did it? No, it did no. not. Okay, yeah, that makes sense then, because, yeah, I was uh, just sitting here thinking, yeah, I really, you know, compared to a bunch of new accessories but, uh, versus a bunch of reused uh, uh, effect parts, I'm not, I'm not really feeling the, uh, this set as a whole the way I liked the Centurion set. But, yeah, given that uh, that you actually get some new parts on the figure itself, I, I can kind of see it a little more yeah. now. Yeah, and they retooled uh, Ractonite to be a Triceratops as Tricrania is. Yeah. So it is a little bit different there, too. Uh one last conventional toy from the uh, Hasbro Fan Fest, Hasbro Pulse Fan Fest event. You got to remember it's Hasbro Pulse. 
uh, is something that I had mixed feelings on because I'm not the biggest Shattered Glass fan. Uh, but there's a new Shattered Glass, what, a five-series, five-figure series coming out. The first one is uh, Blur. But what we don't see here is the photo of the packaging, which I actually think is the best part because the packaging is pretty beautiful. That is some nice packaging, yeah. I got to admit. But like, yeah, they didn't have high-res of that in there, I don't think. Yeah. Um, the toy looks okay. If if, if, it's, if it's your thing, I like I mean, I like it. I, I, I pre-ordered it, but uh, people are mixed on it. But that packaging, dang it, is just so gorgeous. It's going to stay in the box. It's a nice packaging design, yeah. I mean, I almost think it's bordering on over-designed oh, I w- with, I, all the, yeah. with all the angles and stuff. Oh, oh no, I agree. I think I, It's kind okay. of ballsy in that way. I, I like that. <laughs> it makes me wonder, though, too, like how widely these Shattered Glass series toys are going to be offered. And if, if you want to, uh, John's put the picture of the packaging in the Discord. I don't know if that's something you can put on the stream. Um, it makes me wonder how widely distributed these are going to be because if it was um, like a Pulse exclusive, I would expect it to be in select style packaging like uh, Tricranius is going to be and like um, like the Transformers Prime reissues were, the Centurion drone. Like The Pulse exclusive stuff often comes in the plain packaging uh, but this has like fully realized retail shelf packaging, so I'm kind of wondering what we should expect there. Yeah, I I feel like I wouldn't expect them to go to this effort to design new box shapes and styles like this, including with die cut windows and everything, um, if they were only going to be sold online. Well, I mean, they're trying to do the the they're trying to limit the amount of plastic that they put on uh, stuff that's sold at retail. So, um, I think for a limited edition, they could do this. And honestly, the boxes they can just reskin them for whatever. So they could potentially be used for you know things well into the future if they want to continue using this uh, design. Or the, yeah, but by the same token, they could have just reused the kingdom box shape, for instance. Yeah, but like, but yeah, but there's no like, uh, there's no like super premium, you know, exclusive feel to that. I suppose. Yeah, I just just the expense they would have gone to to design this packaging, and like you say, maybe they will reuse this on another limited series in the future. But um, like that also then takes away from the special premium feel of whatever next thing because it is sure. just a recycled box oh, yeah. shape. So like, I mean, there's certainly various angles to this argument. It just, I, all I'm at is it makes me wonder what the distribution plan is with these, uh, in the long run. Yep. Okay. Uh, I guess I don't want to call it. it it's the, it's what everybody's talking about, uh, coming out of the, uh, event. It's not even it something. Was the, has, it was the spotlight toy. Yeah, but it's not it even that. something Hasbro's making. It's it's a licensed toy, <laughs> but like uh, uh, everybody is, is gaga over the Robosan uh, self-transforming Optimus Prime, and you know you've already probably already encountered it at this point. If you go to our Twitter at TF Radio, we have video of it and everything. Um, and actually, people have been listening to RFC for at least a year, a little over a year. Will remember that I was actually trying. Uh, trying to acquire this over a year ago, uh, the prototype for the Robosan T9, which was like a Kickstarter, actually was an Optimus Prime very similar to this. And scammers uh, took the video and photos of it and were posting it to scam websites. And they're still doing this, trying to sell it for like 50 bucks. And you, <laughs> you would buy it and God knows what you would get. I got a really crappy... Uh, transforming movie style Optimus Prime does a knockoff. Uh, but 
um, Robosan got the license for Transformers, and they uh, they uh, they went to town. <laughs> they went to town, and they made a really nice looking self transforming Optimus Prime. Uh, I, it, yeah, it's it's a really amazing technology toy, and I kind of wish, sort of, that I was both in the financial and just like collecting state to be able to get into this the way I would need to. But like, it's a big ask on this for like our kind of collector. Yeah, it, although it did sell out on Hasbro Pulse. Yeah. Um. So I had the I I, be, I bought the Robos and T nine. Uh, after that debacle, and I I sold it later on, uh, and it's an amazing tool. It's an amazing item. I don't really think it's a toy, but it's more of an. And I think it's lost on this, but it's really more of an educational toy because you're supposed to learn how to like you know program a robot and things like that, which you know is actually a practical skill. It'll be a practical skill for kids to have in the future. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's pro- it's practical skill now to have as an adult, like you know, programmable logic controllers and things like that. I mean, I took a couple classes. Well, I took a class of that in, in college on how to program a PLC. This is like programming a bunch of PLCs in sequence. Um, so, I, I for what it is, seven hundred dollars is a lot of money for a transforming Optimus Prime, but the a- the added value is the educational component. They're not selling it that way. They're selling it right. as a transferring Optimus Prime, and it just it seems like it's it's it seems way overpriced for that. Yeah, no, I mean they definitely are banking on their customer base wanting a 19-inch tall Optimus robot that can transform itself and do a, a predetermined list of about 20 things. And they're they're floating out there the idea that you know yeah with the app you can. Um, design other actions and stuff for it to do but like they're making that a very 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 uh tangential part of the package here and yeah i think they're misrepresenting it yeah uh and just be warned the footage and stuff from cnet of this toy is already making it onto scammer websites it's being sold on facebook now for 39 dollars. <laughs> let me assure you if you see this on facebook and you want to buy it for $39, you're not going to get it. You mean I'm not going to get the Optimus Prime? No. Aww. Like, I was genuinely curious what I was going to get when I did that before. I mean, half of me, I honestly thought that I was going to get the cheapest knockoff of that thing possible. That would be like, it would look like it, but like not work. I didn't even get that. And you're not going to get this either if you if you try to buy this <laughs> the scammer version. Yeah, I They mean, might get the same Optimus Prime you got. Probably. This thing costs more than HasLab Unicron did, but like not unjustifiably so from the technology. Yeah. yeah. So my my couple thoughts are, are this. One, it's it, uh, unless the finish and everything on it's different, it's not going to feel like a collectible. And I think a lot of people are l- looking at this as a collectible. Unless, mm-hmm. they, unless they put a, re- a replaceable battery in this 20 years from now when you're wanting to play with it, it's probably not going to come on for very long, mm-hmm. so that that worries me a little bit. Um, so, you know, if you want it, hopefully you pre-ordered it. I'm sure it'll still be available though after the fact. The Hasbro Pulse pre-order is probably not the only place you can get it. Hasbro Even if it Pulse, is, go ahead. I, I was going to say Hasbro Pulse is letting you sign up with your email, so if more become available, they will email you so you can decide if you want to order it. 
Yeah, I would. I would imagine. Like, I don't know where this will become available besides Pulse, at least for the U.S. market. Um, I'm, but, I'm sure um, Robosin will sell it on their site. Yeah, quite possibly. But either way, I doubt the allocation Pulse had is the only allocation they can possibly get. Like, probably, you know, more production lots will be allocated as possible. So this, you know, will become available in waves, probably. So real quick, Frank in our Discord said that Brian is uh, waiting for the self-transforming Kiss player. So, you know, actually having like a Marissa that would, you know, will just kiss him. That would be pretty funny. <laughs> so did anybody pre-order it? No, I no. pre-ordered it and then I canceled it. I didn't. Oh, because I was like, I, it's a lot of money. And I because I, I thought about it, and I was like, I'm probably going to play with it a couple times and then it's just going to sit there. That's, exa- uh-huh. that's exactly, exactly what's going to happen. That's exactly that's exactly when I bought the T9. That's exactly what I did. That's why it's why I sold the thing. The mm. difference with this, I could see this appreciating in value where the other robots and products mm. don't. Uh, secondarily, I am going to, uh, I'm, I'm, as I'm cleaning out my office to go into storage, stuff is going into a separate pile to eBay, and that's how I'm going to fund this thing. Okay. And if I don't get there with my eBay sales, I'm probably going to cancel it. I, I, have the, I, I didn't have to put a deposit or anything down on it, and they'll sell it eventually, so I'm probably pretty safe to cancel that pre-order. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why we, we, we always say, you know, if you're, if you're doing this, don't do this to make money off of it. You know, you should buy this because you want it. And I think I think this will appreciate in value kind of like Unicron did. I don't rapidly. I, I don't want to think like that, though. Um, well, I mean, sometimes you have to. Yeah. But yeah, so that to I me, mean, you know. It's kind of cool. I, I felt like I had to because of the whole journey from getting scammed. And I didn't even go into the whole part where I was had to file a, a PayPal complaint and the pain of <laughs> working through PayPal to get that corrected. And then after PayPal, after PayPal uh, processed my claim to cancel, I didn't even go through with it because I didn't want to have to go through the pain of reshipping it back. So I just said, screw it. Oh. Yeah. So... Yeah, that's what they want you to do. That's exactly what they want. Got you. Well, I mean, it also it d- didn't help that it cost them basically nothing to ship it to me, but for me to ship it back to them would be expensive. Yeah, and not only, but at the mm-hmm. end, PayPal's like, "Well, we'll credit your, we'll credit you for the shipping." But shipping would have been more than the item cost. So I'm like, "Screw it, I don't care." I ended up uh, using it as a, a giveaway on our Patreon. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Ness is like, Brian is selling something on eBay. Spit your drink out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, any other thoughts on that crazy thing? Nope. Okay. Couple- I want someone else. I want, I think after it comes out and you get yours, assuming you don't have to cancel it, then I will come and visit you and just play with yours for a while and get the experience. Do it. And then I'll go home. Do it. That'd be great. <laughs> I'd love that. <laughs> uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump, skip to the end, then move back. Uh, Ollie's is receiving... Uh, as of they they started showing up apparently a week or so back, but I think the price is active as now. Uh, Ollie's is selling Earthrise Optimus Prime and Double Dealer for twenty bucks. So go check your local Ollie's if you have one to see if they have uh, stock of those. Earthrise Optimus Prime is a hell of a toy for twenty dollars. Yeah, darn right it is. And that's cheap enough you can keep buying Double Dealers until you get a decent one. That's <laughs> cheap enough you can buy like three or four of them and put a decent one together. Mm-hmm. True. 
Uh, one last thing, and I, I will link to this in the show notes, but uh, I didn't see it on his website from the homepage, but I'll, I'll link to the tweet, uh, our buddy Ben Yee. Uh, he probably, it was probably Doug Glenn. I didn't see who it was, but he, it, is. it was. Okay. So he got Doug to translate the Super Megatron uh, comic, and I, I'm looking forward to reading that. So uh, that is uh, out there on Twitter. He's at BWTF underscore Ben. And like I said, that'll be it'll be in our show notes at tfradio.net slash 722. Okay. Um, anybody get anything this week? I did not, so it'll be a short show. Matt, did you get anything? Uh, did, yeah, I got you? a couple things. Yeah. So uh, I finally got my Kingdom Huffer in the mail. What do you think? And I think he's adorable. I really yes. actually like him. Um, he does do the thing where in truck mode, he kind of V's up in the middle. So I don't know if I have to shave a peg down or something to, to fix that. But, I mean, he looks great in robot mode. And now I have something to do with uh, Earthrise Optimus Prime's tiny, tiny trailer. Because it scales really <laughs> well with Huffer. Yeah, yeah, it does. And I also got Kingdom Ultra Magnus. Oh, oh nice. What do you think? And he looks so much better than the he Siege does. version. And, like, all the modes. It's, it's weird. Um, like, he seems to be missing a couple of of uh pain apps that that siege had but uh, so as good as he looks in robot mode i still don't like the trailer on this thing in in vehicle mode it's just it's just a bunch of panels uh clumsily pegged together but he looks so good in robot mode it kind of makes up for it and lastly i got today in the mail i got this lovely war machine helmet Ooh, nice so the other day I was on GameStop looking for something completely unrelated to this and I did not find that. But as I was scrolling through, through Marvel pages, I saw war machine helmet 50% off. Nice. So I so, did yeah. manage to get one, something sort of related to this that I'll have for next week. And the faceplate comes off. is just held on with magnets. So yes, I'm very happy with this. 50% purchase. It's the uh, same. It's just a repaint of the Iron Man that Diecast has, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that, that actually I wanted to mention on the show, uh, if you pre-ordered the Optimus Prime uh, mask that they had on GameStop.com, I think it was originally like 130. They dropped it down to 110. But you have to, can't, I called them and they said, you have to cancel your order and reorder it to get the cheaper price. I was searching GameSpot for the helmet, and I'm like, where is it? But yeah. <laughs> GameStop. Oh, so this is interesting. GameStop. So this is an interesting interruption to what we got. Uh, Blade Raider uh, has posted the comic frame in the Discord, which you might find interesting, Brian. Oh, yeah. So it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, uh, it's, a, it's a capture from uh, one of the Star Convoy comics, where uh, much has happened to Brian. The gold star on the chest is broken off, and Star Convoy decides to use it as a weapon. Yeah, that's I, I saw that circulating, and it's... So you see, it's not a defect. It's a feature. It's a feature. I <laughs> love that they did that. Let me show that on the screen here. That's so, true story. Um, somebody in our Discord pointed out that on AliExpress, uh, there was a seller with um, Legends Star Convoys for a about $55 US. Great price. Um, actually, I think they were 48 before shipping. Anyway, like long story short, like 
I have never touched the original Star Convoy that I ordered because of Brian's experience of breaking off the chest thing. Uh, which, I mean, if I was careful, probably wouldn't happen to me. No. But, you know, without a replacement available or a replacement part, I didn't want to really take the chance. But um, so I now have for the total with shipping of about $65, one on the way in. And hopefully it actually arrives and is what it's supposed to be. I'll find out shortly, too. So <laughs> Fingers crossed. Hmm. Yeah, if I'd known that it was going to break so easily, I wouldn't have. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean that is that is some thin plastic on that thing. I, yeah. I get nervous anytime I touch it. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Uh let's see here. Uh John, hey, you uh you had some thoughts you wanted to share about your Unicron. You finally transformed the thing. Yeah, I did. You want me to go into it? Yeah, I've yet to transform mine, so hopefully by next week I can, yes, I can share my thoughts. I've been waiting I've been waiting with great anticipation <laughs> yes. to hear your thoughts oh, on man. Unicron. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I do want to start with a couple positive things first uh, to balance things out a little bit. Uh, so because everybody's allowed to like toys and not like toys. So I will say uh, one random thing I did in the last week was I opened um, Kingdom Inferno and that uh, head sculpt is amazing. He's a, he's a super handsome robot. I don't know what else to say, but that uh, head sculpt is, is excellent. And I agree with you guys that Kingdom is uh like 99.99% um, approved for sure. Really nice line. Okay, that was the positives. So um, I do want to stick with um, like black and white, more matter of fact aspects of Unicron in my experience with them. So I'm not going to harp on the colors or the maw. And uh, I won't, and you know, I'm going to stick to, again, just my experience here with the toy itself. So I'm going to tell you the two best things about Unicron are the two most obvious. Uh, one, it's Unicron and two, it's huge. Yeah, and it's uh, for a lot of people, like that's more than enough, right? To fall in love with him. And that's great. Uh, but for me, you know, after fully experiencing this toy, I do not like Unicron uh, much at all. So when I, un- when I unboxed him, I've already said this before, but when I unboxed him, I spent over an hour uh, assembling his planet mode, like finishing it out. And then two weeks later, this last weekend, I spent another like 90 minutes transforming him into robot mode. So all told, probably about three hours here, transforming him once, finishing the initial planet mode and then taking him to robot mode, like three hours. So... It would have gone faster, except um, he's a $600 toy, and I wanted to be gentle with him, so I was taking my time. Um, He's also a shell former with giant panels that break apart in a terrifying manner. You have to use (laughs) a lot of force, Uh and you you have to do it just right, because it's that kind of like over-under interlocking Uh pattern. So you have to get it just right. And they fold up into giant heavy balls of plastic that are attached to Unicron by singular beams of plastic. Uh-huh. That's my experience so, so far. Yes. So you have these beams that stick out from him that are just chunks of folded up panels. And they're huge because 
it is huge. It's it's bigger than you can imagine, really. Uh, so you ha- so again, he's just waiting to tear himself apart as you like, kind of like unfold these panels, roll roll them up into balls, like you know, above in the northern hemisphere and the southern hemisphere. As he sits as he sits on his stand, you've got these just terrifying masses of plastic that you're just waiting to like snap off. Um, and it felt like transforming a 16 pound beast wars Neo toy. And I mean that in the worst. Oh, way. geez. Yes. <laughs> sitting on a stand, sitting on a stick, right? They're taking a 16 pound, um, beast wars, Neo toy, put it on a stick and transform it over the course of 90 minutes. I do want to like focus a little bit on his shoulder assembly. So on the robot shoulders, they have the shoulders themselves, uh, have maybe the strongest ratchets I've ever encountered. You have to exert extreme force to move his shoulders uh, back and forth, to swing them back and forth. And that entire assembly, so that incredibly um, strong ratchet, plus the rest of his arm, which is huge, um, that is attached to him through a series of thin panels, interlocking panels, including a spring-loaded panel. So you have like these normal kind of interlocking, sandwiching, folding in panels that connect this giant heavy arm to this giant body. And in within those panels is a spring-loaded panel. So yes, he's got spring-loaded panels, which, you know, doesn't bode well for him aging. And to get his shoulder assembly engaged and fully locked into the body, uh, with one finger, you have to hold that spring-loaded panel in a certain position and then push all the panels and that super big arm at the same time. So you're, you're holding with one finger the spring-loaded panel and you're pushing all these other folding panels into position, into his body. And you have to do that with more force than I've ever exerted on a Transformer. Um, and again, this is all due to his size. Like, like you take all the force and pressure and, and everything related to like a shell forming transformer and you multiply it by 10 because, because he's 10 times bigger than anything else and all the physics, everything just multiplies. But I had to, I had to push like so hard, incredibly hard to get it, it, it get his shoulders to lock into place. And that is what you're supposed to do. There's a lot of people. Uh, that's that's a common point of breakage for the toy, right? People are people. Yes, the official way, the way I understand it. So I transformed him using YouTube videos, which I highly recommend. And and by the way, it took me three or four videos combined to figure out how to do do certain things because you know everybody does their video a little bit different. But I was I, hoping to do mine. But, uh. <laughs> I would not recommend using the um, the book. Uh, I, you have to use videos and you're going to have to, again, use more than one video just to kind of get all the nuances. Um, but the official, like the official way to do his shoulders, um, apparently puts a lot of stress on those panels. And so kind of like the, the more optimized way is that you're shoving all these panels into his body again with like incredible force. And there's, there's this huge loud cracking and popping when it, goes in correctly. Um, and only then after his shoulders are fully locked into his body, do you even attempt to like move his shoulders? Cause again, that ratcheting is just like so tight. It's like, it's violent when you're like turning his arms 
And so you don't want to do that before everything is kind of like locked into place. But the, um, the printed uh, instructions kind of imply or suggest you do that. Bad idea. Don't do that. So the, uh, the rest of the transformation, um, it's not fun or interesting. It's just a journey. It's just kind of like completing the, the process. Um, and, and, and doing all of this while he sits on a stand uh, really makes the experience kind of weird. Um, it's, it doesn't feel like you're really kind of like, you know, holding a transformer in your hand you kind of like flip it around at different angles and, you know, just kind of do whatever you want with it, like a puzzle in your hand. Uh, it feels more like you're just pulling, la- peeling back layers of an onion. You're un- you're kind of revealing and then unfolding this robot statue because he's, he's up upon this pedestal thing. Right. So you're just kind of like unfolding this thing. And, uh, and then once he's uh, transformed, he's so big. And again, his joints are so hard to move uh, that it's a fight. Like you're just fighting the toy to do anything, to accomplish any pose is just a fight. You, you have to like push and pull so hard. Again, it's just, it's just him. He's, he's too big. Um, and, and that really is the biggest problem with me. He's, he's so big. He's so heavy. It's work. It is really work to do anything with him at all. And transforming him takes excessive force. It takes a lot of time. Uh, it's terrifying in, in places. Posing him is like rearranging furniture. You're just moving like heavy objects around and you know, you're really tired at the end of it and you kind of step back and you're not sure what exactly has happened. Um, you know, again, it's my opinion. Uh, he's a giant transforming unicron. And, you know, if that's all you need to hear, that's great. And if people legitimately love Unicron, I'm great. Uh, I'm greatly happy for them. I'm super happy for them. The world needs uh, happy vibes for sure. And most of the YouTube videos I I saw, everybody was, you know, over the moon. But for me, um, you know, HasLab Unicron, he's just, he's exercise. He's a workout. And, you know, I'm not in it for a 12 round fight with a toy. Um, that is frankly too big for his design. Uh, you know, he, I mean, again, he's a shell former and he's so massive that it just shows you the limit of like the laws of physics, like, like it was not meant to be. Um, and so because of that, for me personally, I, I, you know, I have to say that, uh, I do not like Unicron. He, he just doesn't work for me. So you're scaring the it. crap out of me. I, <laughs> I am seriously <laughs> I mean, considering boxing mine up and just leaving in the box. No, I mean, I mean, it's all, you know, it's up to you. I mean, it's everybody's personal experience, like I said. And, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want anybody to, um, I guess, forgo the experience, obviously just listening to me. It's just, it's one of those things where it's like, man, and, and XV has kind of alluded to this or mentioned this. And I know you other guys have kind of said this, but he's too big. Like he kind of like, and it might be just Unicron as a, design or a concept is just not a good idea for a toy this big because again he has to be a shelf warmer but also again like just like the the strength of the ratchets the the joints like moving him he's so big it's like it's not for me personally it's not fun it's just fighting this giant piece of plastic putting putting the uh i mean just yeah putting putting uh, into planet mode or moon mode uh, wasn't fun. Your experience describing the panels and having them overlap each other in certain ways. It, it, I mean, I've only had a touch of that uh, putting on the uh, spikes around the the 
this the him uh, whatever the, the the center of the planet but it's equator equator that's what i was trying to think of <laughs> not enough caffeine um i mean that that was my experience and it was incredibly not fun yeah. not fun at all it's i'm seriously i am seriously contemplating just putting it in the damn box I'm well i'm gonna I'm definitely i'm definitely I mean, gonna transform him back to planet mode because i i actually think that's the more interesting mode and um i think that's it <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was gonna say brian if if you already have him in planet mode planet mode looks pretty freaking great yeah, on just like, display I don't it like wanna, that like i don't know that how i want to display it because i like, just imagine how horrifying it's gonna be if that thing falling off the top of a shelf and just like especially in robot mode just when you have to eventually dust the thing <laughs> oh my god you just make it like uh you know when you're putting up a shelf how they have those uh tether straps to keep it falling you know falling over. <laughs> like, you, I mean, you know I, I i don't know if you're joking or not i think that's a good idea honestly i'm not <sighs> yeah, but the thing is like that's only going to do so much because if, if it tips over uh but doesn't fall all the way it's still going to you know uh, there's going to be some sort of impact, whether that impacts on the floor or the impacts on the top of the shelf. Not a zero chance it takes I'm the just, whole shelf with it, you know? Yeah. yeah. I'm just now picturing a Unicron just lashed to the wall with toe straps. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm more thinking right now, like put a sturdy hook in your ceiling in one of the, in one of the rafters up there mm-hmm. and uh, get a, you know, decent strength net and just put Unicron in plant mode in the net and hang it from the ceiling. I mean, these are all good ideas. Like, like it's a big ham you're smoking, yep. <laughs> or put give, put him in a hammock and just let him sleep. Yes, yes. Transform him. <laughs> put him in robot mode in a hammock. Yes. <sighs> so, John, put a, put a put the hook on like a track for lighting on your ceiling, so you can just Ooh, kind of scoot him around. Him around. The yeah. yeah. Uh, so, John, I'm I'm genuinely sorry that like Unicron has not been the positive experience. I'm sure you hope for, <laughs> uh-huh. but like I'm I'm so grateful to you for the really detailed account of the experience, which honestly reinforces 100 everything I expected to be true of that toy from the beginning. Like, or- you're giving me a case study right here for what this Unicron is and was and always had to be, and like. I'm just so glad to know that it is not something like I've missed out on because this is exactly the experience I didn't want to have. It sounds horrifying. Now, Brian, what what you could do is use some like heavy rope and t- attach him to a ceiling fan so he orbits. <laughs> yeah, <that's great. laughs> I think that would break the ceiling fan. Yeah, eventually it would, but uh, just just imagine the visual in the meantime. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Any other thoughts, John? That cast. Uh, just one last thought kind of off of what XV just said. Um, so like Unicron is like Unicron was kind of a, a catch 22 or, a, or like an almost an, to, to a lot of people was going to end up being a no win situation. Cause like one, he is like the transformer the Kobayashi to do Maru, this for. You could say, well, yes, he is like, he is like <laughs> the transformer character you would do this for the, the Haslab giant transformer is Unicron. Like it has to be. And then he's all, but also he's in by design, maybe the worst character to do this for. Cause again, he has to be a shell former. And when you scale it up, it's um, not great. So, you know, he, he, it's kind of like a curse, right? But he's also a good lesson. I think um, for anybody who has him, he's a lesson in the limits of transformers or the reality. Totally. Yeah. Like when do you engineer a toy this big? A transformer specifically, this is what you get. 
and like the jointing and everything, this is what you get. So, you know, if, if we ever get a transformer of this size ever again, this is what we're going to get because, because this is just how it has to be done. So, so I think in, in, in some ways, no matter what you think of him, he's a great lesson because he is a valuable lesson. Yeah. yeah he, he is at the limit of what a transformer can be real, real quick. There's some commentary in the chat, uh, blade, uh, I mean, not blade Ness had said for $600, he should come with a Voyager version you can play with. Which makes sense. I like that. I, I like that idea. <laughs> then uh, Night Sword and Chris uh, sort of had a little thing going back and forth here. Night Sword had said a, a low to the ground glass table case, which makes sense. Then Chris pointed out that uh, he saw that someone had tweeted a display where they specifically bought a, a really nice coffee table for the collection room to put Unicron on, which makes perfect sense. Yeah. Diecast, you're about to say something. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, well, this kind of ties into what I got this week, but I did not get a Unicron. I'm pretty sure if they were numbered, which I wish they were at this point, I would have got the very last Unicron made. Hey, you know, that's that's uh, honestly the first and the last are the ones you would want. So that would be pretty cool. Yeah. Or if you have a superstitious number, you would also want that one. Yeah. Like you wouldn't want number 13, though, would you? No, but yes. you would probably want Unicron six sixty six. So, oh, uh, maybe, maybe. So, what'd you get diecast? I got from my friend Rob. He gave me a uh, Grimlock. Yeah. Okay. Oh, nice. Cool. A pop. Pop Grimlock for those of you not not watching the video. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, I, I mean, you know, I have a couple pop transformers, so you have to have Grimlock. Uh, Rob also found this for me um, was Air Razor. What do you think? Uh, I have not transformed her. Is it a her? Yes. Yes. Actually, it's, it's only tra- it's a her in the U.S. But Correct. in Japan, she's a boy. It's a really cool transformer. I like the proportions on it. I like the wings. Um, yeah, I'm I'm totally down with this transformer. It's awesome. Yeah, that's that's all I got this week. Okay, the transformation is pretty straightforward. There was one detail um, that I was getting wrong, not using the instructions, but it was a minor thing. So, like, it, it's pretty intuitive. But you know, check with the instructions. Just make sure you're getting all of it because it was a better outcome when I actually got that last little bit done. But like, the bird mode actually turns out pretty surprisingly nice, all things considered. Yeah, and it doesn't have a bad backpack or anything. No, it like, doesn't. Just, they they just... did a really good job with Air Razor. I um uh I think I was talking to people on Twitter about this. Like Air Razor is probably my number one favorite Kingdom Beast Wars revisit. Um like it's just the one that feels the best out of all the attempts so far, which is not to say that like any of the other ones are outright bad necessarily. It's just like this one just really sticks with me. Yeah. Yeah, and I totally get that because it is, you know, in hand. It's I, I was surprised because I'm not a big Beast Wars guy. I mean, I like them, but uh, yeah, I was surprised how much I'm really digging this figure. Anything else? No, that that was it. It's cool. been a Don. been a week. Yeah, uh, it's been kind of an eclectic week for me. I've uh, got some on and off topic. I'm sort of going to change it up a little bit. Uh, my Target actually reset their collector section in electronics and started putting things out. They thought they would try something new and have product on the shelf. Um, crazy. So, yeah, crazy. So I picked <laughs> up the best engineer in Starfleet, the the new Mego Scotty, because nice. it's... 
is Mr. Scott now? Question. Like, I love Scotty. Question. Why do collectors want to collect crap if that's the collector section? Because it's mostly garbage. Well, it's also. Well, I mean, <laughs> okay. Well, here's the thing. They just started putting out because I had I had texted Matt. I knew he wasn't doing the reaction figures, but I went ahead and texted him because they've got the small Power Rangers figures, and then they've got some uh, rock band figures, and they got some Ninja Turtle reaction figures, and they started. They and they've also got in the same Mego series. They've got the Salt Vampire, and they've got a Doctor McCoy. So Wait, they have I'm the Salt to, Vampire. Yeah. Oh crap. Yeah. <laughs> I'll uh, if you don't see one, let me know. My store had a couple. When I, I don't want to buy it. Yeah, yeah but yeah, I want to see it. Yeah. 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 They, well, if, I, if I'm there again, checking for stuff tomorrow while I'm out getting my second COVID shot, I'll I'll try to take a picture. But, I yeah, just uh, don't understand because that for the people who aren't watching the video, it it literally looks like a crappy doll stuck on a car. That's what it is. Well. It's Mego, but it's also there's also not much for all the Star Trek merchandise. There's just not that much Scotty. He usually seems to get the short end of the it's stick. It's not the Scotty I would want. Yeah, but I, you know, it's you know, it, I, so I got Scotty circus Star Trek Five. That would be the, yeah. that would be my Scotty. Uh, yeah, and I went ahead and broke down uh, and picked up the Burning Gundam from the Gundam Universe. Huh. Uh, they they had it two left. Look like it's on fire. Yeah, well, this hand of mine is burning red. I should probably get an ointment for it. I hear strong but, bouncing um, about burning. Yeah, but the I thought it the wasn't particularly shiny either. So what yeah, do you want to do? At, at least burning has a bit more of a visual presence than shining. Uh, so I picked that up because I—I'll be honest—I don't expect seeing a lot of stuff from G in this line. You know, just to given be honest, is, given that the line is aimed primarily at the U.S. as best as I can tell, you might be surprised in the long run. Oh, I, I mean, I may. It's just, you know, it feels it, like if we got Burning Gundam, like Master Gundam is almost a guarantee. Right. And also, think. and also in this wave was the Tall Geese. But I never saw the Death Life. I saw the Death Life wave once. And that's all. That's the only time I've seen it. Um on topic, I've got, I took a chance with BestBuy.com because I had heard both yes, sometimes it's the same, it's any figure in that assortment, and then sometimes it is the figure that they have a picture of. So I took a chance, and I did get Air Razor, nice. and I got Ractonite. Cool. Cool. So, so I did, so I went ahead and got those. Uh, my last thing that I got this week was... It's off topic, but it's robot related, and it's not really a grail per se. We've we've all had this discussion before on what a grail is or isn't, but I've been wanting this ever since uh, everybody was on the original superhero time paladin, and all y'all were talking about uh, Sentai. I finally got the uh, Super Robot Jagoken Geki Rujin, which nice. was. Yeah, which was a, uh, I believe it was Tomashi Webb exclusive when it came out at the time. Very hard to get, very expensive to middleman. Again, this was at least about what ten years ago, maybe eight. Um, it's from it's from Gal Gygar, uh, the King of Braves, Gal Gygar. This is something of a of a minor grill for me, uh, and I'm very glad I got it. So, and the cool thing is, if you get the Choryujin figure, you can you you can take this one apart and then recombine it with the other figure, just like in the series, which I did was not aware of. That's all. I, that's all I got this week. I wanted to have one other thing, but it was delayed due to postal backlog. So that'll be here next week. 
Oh, I did get one more thing. I got like fifty dollars worth of non F uh, spoilers for Lamborghinis. Cool. <laughs> Chris, get anything you said no? No, I didn't get anything. Okay, Rob. Yeah, I got some stuff. Cool. I'll try and be brief. Um, I did get uh, everything out of uh, Kingdom Wave Two except for RC. Uh, I like Huffer. I uh, I mine bows in half too. But if you don't, if you just, it seems to be perfectly fine if you just don't like snap the bed of the truck down yeah. all the way. It seems to, it seems to sit flat relatively well. One of the wheels is so close to the fender. Uh, fender part that's that makes up the hinge doesn't want to turn but other than that it's a nice little figure i like it looks neat definitely going to get pipes so yeah looking good air razor also really nice um i should have just looked at the instructions from the uh from the uh beginning because there's not it's not particularly over complicated but if you're not paying enough attention which i wasn't you can get a little bit lost in the legs and just going back and looking at the instructions got me going in the right direction. And it, it, it's, it's, I really do like it. It looks good in both modes. Uh, it is a good figure. And as for the eyes on mine, she has them. Ractonite is, uh, is not bad either. Um, I, again, just like uh, Matt was saying earlier, I do not really uh, feel it the way I feel the weaponizers. I'm probably just going to have to, you know, hopefully get a stack of these cheap sometime and just mess with them. But, taken on its own it's a nice figure and i i just feel like yeah i'd need more of them to really get the the maximum out of them um let's see off topic very briefly i got uh uh sentai filmworks the uh anime uh company uh had a uh, sale and i got all of pat labor for like 40 dollars. that's a 50 wow. episode tv series three movies nine direct video uh uh episodes i think oh wow yeah so i've always That's heard cool. it's good i've never seen it but wanted to grab it and uh, uh beyond that waiting for me downstairs i have got the matching monster hunter uh controller to go with my uh, new switch because i totally lost my mind and spent 75 dollars on a controller because nice. matching sets are a thing they give you bonuses in monster hunter so what the hell <laughs> and pretty sure that's everything i got this week cool Okay, one off-topic thing, real quick. Um, I've been I've been curious about buying something muscle-related. I haven't bought anything in like twenty years, uh, other than like some of the Super Seven stuff, which I don't count. Uh, vintage stuff that was ridiculously expensive for what it is, like the little uh, trash cans that have like ten muscle figures in them, are like two hundred dollars, which is ridiculous for what it is. Uh, something that's actually reasonable are the uh, multi-packs. I got one of those. This is number three, the Mighty Mauler set. It's 28 figures. I, mean, it was, it was, I, think, I think it was less than 50 bucks. And the packaging is pretty nice and everything. And It's 28 muscle figures. Uh, the packaging, it looks great on the shelf. Um, I am very satisfied with, with this as a purchase. It actually costs less than new, stu new muscle stuff. And uh, it scratches the itch. I don't have to buy anything muscle-related again for another 20 years. So that's cool. Uh, so basically one really final thing that I got. This is uh, uh, came is a lot of six. I'm trying to f uh, fill out my ac Action Master collection. Uh, these figures all, I I'm not showing off the accessories, but all come in like um, various states of completion. Uh, I got a Bonzitron. Bonzitron. Ooh. Yep. Um, 
Axer. Is the Bonsai Tron to go with the Super 7 one you're going to get? Yeah. Uh, Skyfall. Uh, Jackpot. Everybody's favorite. Uh, Devastator. And uh, Snarl. So, like I said, various uh, levels of completion. Uh, there's a ton of Action Masters, though. I would probably, well, I guess maybe eventually I'll have a complete set in like 10 years. But uh, this more than doubles my collection of Action Masters. So, especially pleased to get that Bonsai Tron since that's what I've been wanting in Jackpot. And uh, yeah, that's what I got this week. So, hey, our Patreon, patreon.com slash TF Radio. We post at least two Patreon exclusive podcasts there a week. So you should join up. Uh, we also, uh, you know, we have our Discord, which was a uh, Patreon uh, goal, tfradio.net slash Discord, which we don't really talk about that anymore, but we do have a little patron channel in there. doesn't get a lot of use because people tend to talk in our primary channel, but, uh, you know, it's uh, our Patreon's a great way to help out. Uh, it, it just, it helps make the show and our product and our uh, offerings happen, so... You can join up at patreon.com slash tfradio. And uh, every week we do thank our patrons at the Touched tier. And I don't think this has changed since last month. I don't think we have any new Touched patrons. Uh, so, uh, Kevin Dorsey, Ryan Bona, Cheesy Patty, Emmett Stresovich, Rabbits, Hector Bones, Matthew Dedman, Jonathan James, Nathan Sampy, Ness, Joey Russell, Jason Hiley, Mike Mallory, Jason W. Rye, Sean Hamilton, Jacob Owen Lutzia, Sean Bratton, Spider Bob, Mighty Orbots, and Nitaku117. So I want to thank you guys so much for uh, making things happen. And if you're a patron at the Touch tier, you can actually be on our History on the Fives podcast, which we post every week. We record on Tuesdays. So if you are a patron at the Touch tier, let me know and you can be on. It's a lot of fun. I really enjoy recording that podcast. Actually, it's it's uh, it's 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 educational and fun. So, uh, let's see here. Our social media: we're at TF Radio and basically everywhere else on Twitter. TF Podcast on Instagram, which I haven't posted on Instagram in forever. Uh, I need to fix that. We're all, also on at Facebook.com/slash TF Radio, but you can find all of that at TFRadio.net. I am personally on Twitter at BKilby. On Instagram at Brian Kilby, and you can find my other stuff at BrianKilby.com. Rob, how do people get a hold of you? Uh, they can get a hold of me on Twitter at Figure Reviewers and Rob Flails. Uh, Rob Flails is uh, the Twitter for my YouTube account, Flailthroughs, where uh, I am covering Gundam Battle Operation 2. It's a free to play Gundam game for PS4 and PS5. They just added an extremely obscure mobile suit from a uh, Zeta Gundam manga th- uh, this last week, and it's uh, it's a flying support type, which is unique at the moment. So it's fun to mess with from the look of things. I have not managed to get it myself, but if you like what I'm doing over there, uh, uh, patreon.com slash flailthroughs, you can throw money at me in exchange for requests. And if you just want to throw things at me instead, there's tfradio.net slash clearlist. Sweet. Chris. I do toy photography, which you can find collected at playwithphotography.com. If you'd like to encourage me and uh, show some support, you can sign up to my Patreon for as little as $2 per month at patreon.com slash playwithphotos. Uh, personally, I'm tw- on Twitter at ChrisRTXV, and I have an Amazon wish list at tfradio.net slash chrislist if you would like to send me things randomly just to be nice. Or to be mean, because I do have Star Trek Enterprise and Voyager both on that list. Sweet. Mr. Ferguson. 
Uh, I can be reached on Twitter at HMRC, the number four EVR. He also has the Massey Attack wish list at tfradio.net slash Massey Attack. And soon to be the Amazon wedding list. Heck yeah. Uh, eventually. Eventually. <laughs> uh, it's, it's a work in progress. Have we added anything to the Massey Attack list recently? Uh, some sheets, 400 thread count, Dawn, that looks pretty good. Um, Cushy. I got I got an email notification that the Cadbury eggs were back in stock. Heck yeah. Please Please don't buy them for me. I don't need them. Kiss players, <laughs> Optimus and Marissa. Did you put that on there? No, you did. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. TFradio.net slash Massey attack. Uh, diecast. Uh, TFradio.net slash diecast list. Uh, I added some stuff onto there recently. Um, Especially some of those Mortal Kombat figures, man, McFarlane is doing is just like hitting it out of the park. And every once in a while, there's one that's like really off. And I'm like, I don't get that one at all. But it's kind of the McFarlane way. They either get it really right or really wrong. Um, but yeah, you can follow me on Twitter also at Diecast2. You can like my Facebook page at Reviews by Diecast. And you can see all my reviews except Unicron because I haven't gotten it at tfradio.net slash reviews. Cool, and I'm adding something to Diecast wish list right now because I have that ability for some reason. And is it a Unicron? That'll yeah, probably never better. <laughs> okay, uh, John. Uh, that John D everywhere. You know, Brian, I got to change the settings on my uh, Twitch channel. I was messing with that today, and it um, it doesn't default to restreaming our stream when we're live. It's uh, it picks some other things. I got to change that. Yeah, I think uh, you're the default. Unacceptable. You're the default, I think, for us. Then I think triplets on there as well. After you, well, so. it's it's a shame. Right now, it's streaming Street Fighter Five. I don't know how that happened. Well, that that fits the theme, though. Yeah, <laughs> oh man. Anyway, uh, that John D on Twitch too. So follow me there because you never know. Um, at some point, something might pop up there. I don't know. Cool. Very cool. Uh, Rob Springer's not here, but he is at Robo Rob Springer on Twitter. Uh, I guess that'll do it. We'll see you next week. Have a good one. This has been Radio Free Cybertron. Visit us at tfradio.net for show notes and to subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on Twitter at TF Radio for news and updates. Watch our live stream at tfradio.net slash live. Join our Facebook fan page at facebook.com slash tfradio. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, TF Radio Network. Have a question or comment? Leave it on our Facebook fan page or mail it to contact at tfradio.net. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons license. Any part of this podcast can and should be redistributed, but please, proper attribution is required if you know what's good for you. Radio Free Cybertron, the original Transformers internet radio show since 1999. 100% girlfriend free since 1999.